Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to another episode of Snapbacks and Beards. I think we have finally reached episode 20. I am your host, J.E. WrestleTalk, and I am joined by my two co-hosts, as always. First, we have the L.A. Knight enthusiast himself, the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are you doing? All good here, Miss. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, good. Yeah, uh, yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm all good. I can't complain. A lot of, uh, a lot of wrestling to get through. Yeah. Uh, and uh, some very, very high points for me, but we'll uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> and as always, we are joined by someone who had something better to do than actually watch Night of Champions live when it happened. I'm not really sure what that was. Yeah. I'm sure he'll let us know, but that is uh, TWG1991, a.k.a. Stu Matos. How are you doing? Hello, mate. I'm very, very well. Yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. What yeah. was it that you were doing at the weekend that you couldn't um, watch it? So I was uh, I was tying myself down for the uh, for the rest of my life. So um, shall we <laughs> shall we say this uh, this ring on my finger now says I can't go can't go anywhere else. So um, that's, <laughs> but but I um uh, very very quickly a big shout out my um, masters of ceremony uh, chap called Malcolm actually said he was gonna he's followed me on on TikTok and he's gonna gonna try and catch up with with the pod because he is a is a wrestling fan and um he was bringing me around showing me on his phone um clips of what was happening at night of champions so you know i i was i was kept fairly in in, in the loop of what was going on nice what was his name malcolm malcolm yeah shout out to malcolm absolute legend ah so she's got married so congratulations <laughs> yeah. from the uh, other guys here at snapbacks and beards yeah, thank, thank you very much yeah, thank you, long fruitful Life together, or whatever people say, all that stuff, all that good stuff. <laughs> it wasn't like a WWE wedding, so it was fine. Like, there was no no RKO to the bride. Tri Triple H didn't show yeah. up, and you know nothing happened. It was all fine. Everything, <laughs> there, everything went ahead smoothly. Things we love to hear. Things we love to hear. <laughs> well, without further ado, we will get into it. This is a Night of Champions recap. Uh, yeah, Night of Champions, in my opinion, was a solid show. I thought it was great. We'll um, we'll jump straight into match number one. They kicked the night off with the World Heavyweight Championship match. We had Seth freaking Rollins going up against the phenomenal AJ Styles. And we'll go to the newlywed first. Stu, what did you make of this match? Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, you, we know what you're going to get with Seth and AJ. We know how good they they are. Um, obviously, the right person won. Um, them the the top rope suplexes that Seth does just always look so good. Um, mm -hmm. And that apron suplex from AJ was ridiculous. Like it's just I didn't expect it, and it it sort of came out of came out of nowhere. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing Seth defend the title on a regular basis. I think that's the whole point of of this belt now at the minute. Um, to bring that to bring that in because i mean if i had my biggest gripe if i had to be really honest with the whole show was it's called night of champions reigns is hitting a thousand days and he doesn't defend his title yeah so I, yeah. I, I i i'm looking forward to seeing future feuds with seth you know on a on a regular basis probably 
I I would predict we're going to see this title defended pretty much every pay per view. Mm, I, I would, I, would so. I think, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, I'm I'm fine with. So yeah, overall, right winner. Seth is probably the most over guy at the minute, so it's fully fully deserved. Um, and yeah, we really enjoyed it as an opener. It was a really good opener. Great, great. And uh, Johnny, what did you think of the match? Uh, great match. Um, as you expect from the two of them, obviously I was um, expecting Rollins to win, but then I did say, you know, I was kind of thinking, are they going to go for it? Are they just going to go for Styles because, hey, Rollins is busy with other things now, you know? But they went with the uh, safe option, the option that was the right one. They didn't uh, have any pettiness. They just went with the guy who is the most deserving of a championship. And supposedly Triple H is number one guy, so I shouldn't be too surprised by that. There was a point in the match where when he got that look like he hurt his, hurt his knee, I thought, oh, he's going to tap out, isn't he? Like, they're going to make him tap out because he's injured his knee, and if there was ever a way for him to lose, it's like, well, he's hurt, and AJ Styles has his signature move on, so that would be the time to do it. And then, of course, he tries to do the uh, stomp, misses it because he can't get it on, and then he manages to do it and then gets the win. And I don't think anyone can really say that he didn't deserve that. As I mentioned, the only issue people have is it's on first, which we've said, well, he kind of has to do that first, otherwise he wouldn't be able to do the match. So you know, I think we just enjoy the fact that he won the title. He's finally that World Heavyweight Champion. And I would like to see him do a John Cena Open Challenge style thing every week. I'm not sure if he will, but that would be uh, quite cool to see. But defend every pay-per-view at least. I think that is something he'll definitely do. So money in the bank could be interesting because it'll be his first title defense. I, I, I do have a little bit of an idea about some future feuds, but they kind of lean into something we're going to talk about in a, in a little while. So I'll, I'll hold fire on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, myself, obviously, obviously I loved it. <laughs> um, I don't know if I mentioned to you boys, but I did say to someone else um, when it happened, when he won, I was so excited. I literally jumped up from the sofa and accidentally turned the TV off. <laughs> so, and then I, I was quick, I was scrambling to put it back on again. And by the time I got it back on, uh, Triple H was in the ring handing him the bet. So I had to rewind, go back yeah. about a minute, and then just I was a minute behind the yeah. rest of the show. But it was it was totally worth it. Um, I actually didn't spot that. What you well, I I knew that he had the knee injury, and you thought that he well the the. I don't know if it's kayfabe knee injury and looked like he was going to tap out, but you're right. They could have actually played on that, especially with his history of knee problems in the past as well. Yes. He could have been like, yeah. oh, that's why I had to tap out. But uh, yeah. yeah, over and above all, uh, I thought the right person won. Um, do we see, obviously I'm not going to go as much to say a thousand days because that's not going to happen, but do we see a, a lengthy title reign for Rollins? Do we see it over quickly or what, what are you guys thinking? I, I personally think I, I think they've got to go until end, end of the year minimum. I think because I think it just gives that you don't want your title being hot potatoed all the time. So I think they've got mm-hmm. to go, got to go for you know for a, a decent length in your in your first run. But yeah, I don't know where from there mm-hmm. potentially. Well, they seem to like doing these long title reigns at the moment. Yeah. Rollins, Rollins is someone who, if they said we want to put this guy over, he is someone who is professional enough to be okay. Well, if that's what you want to do, you know. Um, so if it ended up being a SummerSlam where he loses it, 
but he probably wins it back. I mean, he is the kind of person who would be all right with that. Of course, it depends on who wins money in the bank and where we think they might go with that. And obviously, you know, my opinions of that. But again, they would hold it for at least 12 months. So he could still have a long title reign, maybe even after Mania, night after Mania. They need something, you know, memorable for the next year's one. So I, I don't know, because I also, in on the other hand, feel like him against Reigns should happen at some point. But I wouldn't want it to be for all the belts. So well, with it, with 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 this with it with this brand split now, if they actually take it seriously, Survivor Series would be the perfect opportunity for that, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. That is a good you know. point. Um, I'm kind of in two because obviously he's my favourite. I'm kind of in two minds about whether they'll do a long championship run or not. Part of me thinks that they will do a hot potato because. Reigns has had this other belt for so long. They want to make so many people a world champion in, in such a short time. But another part of me thinks that maybe he holds on to it until the Rumble, loses it at the Rumble, enters the Rumble, wins the Rumble, and then faces Reigns at Mania 40. Because I know, I know that they both want to fight each other at Mania 40. They've both come out and said that. So yeah. that's yeah. one way they could go about it. Maybe he gets... Yeah, maybe he gets cashed in on just before the run, like around that time. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not too sure, but I I hope it's it's a at least a six month title reign. I think he deserves that much. Yeah, yeah. Agreed, agreed. And the question always begs itself. We ask it every single time we have a pay per view. Were you boys sports entertained with this match? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely was. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, do you think Rollins has had a title run at all? That's like amazing um, so far. Other um, than his, other than his first after the high. I mean, his first injury. one probably stands out as the best one, but even then, I ended by an injury. Yeah, and the other ones are just, you know, he had I, he yeah. won the universal title, lost it to uh, Lesnar cashing in. He had the universal title, I think, another time. I can't remember how he lost that one. Or to the fiend, I think it was at on Halloween night. Yeah. Um, but they've never been long, and I just wonder if has he really done anything with the title? It, it, it feels yeah. like they've never got going. Yeah. Like we, like we say often, it's the case that the chase is more more exciting mm. than the actual the run itself. Um, yeah. And obviously, heist of the century is probably the best cash in. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's it's. I suppose it's hard to top the the cash in with with a title run, but I don't know. Maybe this one would be different. Maybe uh, this would be yeah. a bit more memorable. But there are definitely some people on on Raw that could give some good matches. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we and all with picked that, Seth for this match. We well, did all pick Seth. Checking. We yes. all picked. Yeah. You got you got that round now, and we all yeah. picked Seth. So uh, <laughs> and and the rightful winner as well. If I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we will jump straight into match number two, uh, Trish versus Becky. Johnny, take it away. Okay. So coming into this match, um, I think this was a real test to see just how well Trish can go with the younger girls. She obviously has aged like fine wine. She looks great. Um, probably in a better shape. than We'll say that about a lot of those wrestlers now, where they're probably in better shape now than they were in their prime. Um, I liked Becky's sort of... Uh, Uma Thurman kill Bill gear. Oh, that was uh, really cool. The way she yeah. was like, I'm going to kill Trish, essentially. So I like that sort of badass side of Becky Lynch. Trish, as I say, I thought we all went for her to win this. 
And um, well, she did. And I thought she did a great match. I think it was a bit sloppy to start with. And then I think she picked up. Um, but I sort of felt like watching this match, I'm like, okay, so if she was to return full time and wrestle every week, I think she could do all right with that. And again, the matches on Raw wouldn't be as long as this. So to see the fact that she won this obviously means they're going to have a match at SummerSlam, probably at Money in the Bank. But again, with things that have been coming out on Raw with Becky Lynch having a qualifying match, that could lead to her being in that and then Trish costing her and being involved in the SummerSlam match, maybe something along those lines. Uh, Zoe Stark, of course, comes out with a great move. I love that uh, Z Z360. I think it's a great mm, yeah, move. It's yeah. a great move. Yeah. yeah. And then when as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, yeah, Trish is getting it here. And then, again, like a heel does, cheats to win, but the referee didn't see it. So she gets the victory. That's all that really matters. And she was back to prove that she is still one of the best. And I think she kind of held her own to that, to that degree where we could say, yeah, she is very good. So you made you made a good point there as well because I was thinking as soon as I saw that graphic for uh, Becky in the qualifying match with Sonia Deville, I instantly thought, "Oh well, Sonia Deville's going to qualify then because Trish and Zoe Stark are going to cost Becky the opportunity to be in the match." But you could actually be right that they actually cost her when she's actually in the match. Um, yes. That kind of mm -hmm. skimmed over my head. So yeah, that's a that's a great thought there. Um, Stu, what did you make of the match? Yeah, I mean, I was. I was pretty much the same. The Z360 is just so good. Um, I I think that the cocky heel Trish is better than any babyface version of Trish that we ever get. Um, I just, I, I prefer it. Uh, I, I like you, Johnny. I think it was a tad sort of sloppy to start with. Um, I do think that Trish benefits from slower paced matches now um i thought there was a f just a couple of spots that later on looked like either they it just needed they they needed or she needed like a few seconds to try and set them up properly um but that's you know not a knock on on her like we say i think she's probably actually getting better and better with age as as anything um and they've obviously got something massive planned for for zoe stark um mm. whether that's you know, something with something with Trish later down the line, which I think again would be would be would be massive. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, the match was was probably better than what I thought it was going to be. I guess, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it, it obviously sets up for. I think I think SummerSlam will be the the blow off match between these two. And do we think do we think Becky takes it at SummerSlam? Yeah, but Becky won't lose two in a row against Trish. Uh, she has to, yeah, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, just firstly, um, yeah, I don't really have much to add to you guys yet. It started off a bit bit sloppy, but picked up and Trish can still go. And we all picked Trish. She did win. Yeah, I, I thought it was a great match. Do we see, before all is said and done this time around from Trish, do we see a championship run? It it, it like wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me because I wonder, and this is just probably some long term booking that WWE won't do because they don't like doing that. Um, we have we we have that we have the standard. Trish gets helped to win the world title, win the women's championship by Zoe Stark, and Zoe just gets fed up 
of continually being the full girl for Trish and eventually beats Trish. Because you've got then a long enough to build Zoe up so it's not like someone that's, you know, come out of absolutely nowhere to win it and she's probably organically gets herself over with the crowd a bit like, you know, Batista did in that sort of role against his mentor, potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think with obviously i mentioned becky being in the money in the bank match but i do initially when the money in the bank match was announced and she was drafted a raw i got the idea of i think she'll probably win it actually and yeah. again trish is not someone who was wrestling when women's matches had money in the bank chances so you know i think a royal rumble win or a money in the bank win something that she can do now which she wasn't able to before I do feel like that is something that she's um, going to have. And I, I do think she'll win a women's championship. And again, being the heel that she is, money in the bank, cashing in when the challengers, the, the champion's tired, is the way to do it for someone like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's Rhea or whatever they do with Asuka, I have no idea. But, uh, spoiler alert. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think she will get a women's title match at some point. Mm. I mean that that could even be the way that they the way that they do it, you know. Um, Trish Trish wins Money in the Bank. Um, Zoe Stark has a match with Oscar, for example. Oscar mm. wins, but Zoe has really held her own. Trish comes out and wins, and you know celebrates all this glory. And Zoe stood there like, "Well, I literally did that," and like that mm. could sow the, sow the seeds of the sort of beginning of the end to that. Yeah. Any, anything for mummy to not be cashed in exactly that yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> i do i did think i was like he, he, he's talking about the champion that's on the other brand he's, he's, that, he's that confident not, that not. trish and sorry are going to move to the other brand yeah, they're going nowhere near it it's fine <laughs> um ria would ria would have to be really hurt to be cashed in on to be fair really really like down proper yeah. Yeah. would have had to been taken yeah. to the limit um Anyway, back to this match. Were we sports entertained? Yeah, yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was as well. It was great to see a, a legend uh, against a, a future legend, future Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, it was. It was nice to see. And yeah, congrats. Thank you, Trish. I Thank, really you. Say. Thank you. Thank you, Trish. And <laughs> um, we will jump straight into the third match of the night, which was contested for the Intercontinental Championship. It was Gunter defending against undeniable Johnny Goldsmith's best friend, Mustafa <laughs> Ali. Uh, we'll let you jump straight into this one first, Johnny, because you've got a, a vested interest in Ali in this match. What did you think? Job done. You know, went in there, <laughs> did what he needed to do, won the match. And, you know, it was closer than I said it was, than I thought it might be. Again, he's in his, uh, is he Saudi? Is he actually from Saudi Arabia? No. No, I think he's, he he's said... From <laughs> right, okay. He's from Chicago. He's from Chicago. Okay, so another Jindal Mahal thing. Yeah, Mustafa um, Ali is from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, he got his, you know, the, the moves that he did, he managed to get, you know, his signature moves in, he got all of that in, but in the end, there's only one winner, and it is Gunter. Um, but again, he got that moment for the, the fans in Saudi, and it was nice for him. And again, he did a very good promo uh, the week before the match so i thought he might surprise us and roll him up or something under the vince mcmahon regime that probably would have happened but in this case you know they went with the sensible option have gunter win again only three months away from the ic title records they're all about breaking records now so 
give it to him, you know. Um, I will give props to Mustafa for selling. He does sell very, very well, always has done. But I could never have believed he was going to win, and I'm just glad they didn't go for that option. Cool, cool. And uh, however, I will say as well, just before we jump into you, Stu, sorry. Yeah. Um, Gunther was selling Ali's moves left, right, and center. So he was. really, mm-hmm. like, I really, I'll, I'll just put my two cents in now. I really enjoyed this match. I thought this was a great match. And there was a split moment when he went to do the second 450 splash, and it looked like Gunther wasn't going to move. I was like, hang on, then. They're not going to, are they? But they didn't. The right person did win. Um, Stu, sorry, what did you make? No, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, straight off the bat, I think Ludwig Kaiser's introductions get better every time. They're just so good. Um, and I do, but I do still prefer Gunther's old theme. Um, I I actually wrote down into bits that I sort of wrote down as I was watching the match. I thought this match was going to be one of those the match is what it needs to be. It got from A to B, you know, type matches. But I like you, Jay. I thought it was a great match and probably, genuinely, was probably my second favourite match of the night out of everything. I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought there was a couple of moments. Um, uh, Ali went to do something from outside the ring out, uh, outside the ring in and Gunther just literally just picked him straight off and then picked him up outside the ring and yeeted him into the ring post. So I just thought it just looked brutal. It sounded brutal. Um, we know what Gunther's all about. Um, and yeah, I think I think he break, breaks the IC, IC title mm. record. My, my only potential worry for it moving forward would be that the transition, how they manage the transition from him going from there to inevitably going into the main event scene at, at some point. Because in my in my view, there's probably only three legitimate people that, that could go over Gunther, sort of other other than Brock. There are probably I'd probably only look at Solo, Bronson Reed, and possibly Lashley if you're gonna mm-hmm. if you're going down that route. Um but you know, anything can happen. It depends on the type of match. Anything can anything can happen. But I, you I could have the, um, the the ultimate warrior thing where he wins the IC title while wins the world champion while he's IC champion. Yeah, it's doable. And then yeah. he could be well. You know, this company needs a man who can represent the company at the top. But we also need a champion who can be the mid card. And obviously, I've now achieved this top level uh, at goal. So now this championship can be for somebody else. You know, maybe yeah. just vacate it like that. You know. See, I think I think he'll break the record, but then I think Damien Priest is is the man Ooh, for the that's job. A shout, that's a good shout. I'd love to see that so much. Yeah, I, th- I think Damien Priest is the man for the job. I think they they want to they want to elevate him and dethrone mm-hmm. in an almost unstoppable intercontinental champion puts you right up there. Mm. And actually, that that, that that does tie in with potential with something I've got. To talk about later on, so yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, Gunther's unstoppable. He actually, spoiler alert, again um, on Raw, Riddle was backstage, and Gunther said to him, "Well, I hope you win your qualifying match next week and win Money in the Bank, and then try and cash in on me." So I'd, I'd, I, I, I'd love to see Gunther slap him about. That would be so good. <laughs> um, I don't want another uh, mid card cash in. Well, I, if it if it's for the sake of Seth. 
Yeah, Riddle, Riddle <laughs> back and cash in on Gunther's fight. Um, no, I don't want another mid-card cash in. Um, but in regards to this match, were we sports entertained? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what happens with Ali now, Johnny? Release list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I did see someone um, say that. Oh, you'll you know you'll probably go to AEW. And that's always the thing they say whenever you know they lose a match. But he did say that if he doesn't win, then you know he kind of alluded that, didn't he? he kind of said yeah. like, "Well, if I don't win, then what's left for me?" So yeah. I don't really know where they go with them. Uh, you know, I can't really see him being in the Money in the Bank match. Um, Seth needs a challenger, so you know. Yeah, yeah. and again, <laughs> Seth is the kind of person to give him that, isn't he? Um, so yeah, I mean, I know there's. Uh, a good chance you might have just gone to SmackDown, you know, and fight for the US title. You can draft one person over, can't you? You know, he's, um, he's a free he's, agent, so he can do it. Yeah, once. I was, I was going to say, I was going to yes. say, is oh, Ali a free go. agent? Yeah, yeah. so uh, well, there you go. A, then, yeah, have maybe, a theory instead. Yeah, maybe an Abercrombie <laughs> theory instead. Who knows? <laughs> um, Carmelo Hazel need a new challenger. Yeah, that yeah. is that mm-hmm. is also true. Yeah, Wesley might need a challenger. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But did we all say pre- where he's going to go with that? I just don't know. I really don't know. And I'm pretty sure we all picked Gunther to win that one, didn't we? We did. Yes. All quite, a, quite, yeah. quite, a, quite a safe yeah. bet. Yeah. Um, without further ado, we will jump straight into the next match. Match four of the night was contested for the Raw Women's Championship, even though it is currently held on SmackDown. And it was Bianca Belair or Bianca Cena, Bianca Hogan, as some people call her, <laughs> defending against Asuka. Um, we've already had a little bit of a spoiler alert, but maybe you missed that part. But PWG, what did you make of this match? Finally. Finally it happened. We finally got the end of, of Bianca's reign. Um, I I don't think this match was as good as their Mania match. Um but I still thought it was it was good. Um, I'm hoping we don't now just feed Oscar to the return in Charlotte when she inevitably returns. Um, the one the one thing I was slightly confused about, and yeah, I'd only say confused, not disappointed with at all. And maybe someone can help me out with it. So this mist that Oscar has, right? That's like a really powerful burning substance that really like blinds you and hurts your face and hurts your eyes and all that stuff yeah why did it not burn her hands when she spat it on her hands to rub it on us on bianca's face why was that not a thing that's the, that's the only thing that re- like um I, I, do you know what i mean i because I, I, I guess i guess maybe it's an eye thing because surely it would burn whilst it's in her mouth then yeah but... I, I just I, I don't know do you know what i mean it's just sort of like when um when they were playing the promo package before the match and obviously Bianca was going on about how she was humiliated um, by Asuka with it and that her face still burned from the mist and all this. And just like I said, I thought it was quite cool and quite a, a clever way of, of sort of doing it. But it was the first thing I thought of was just, mm. that's supposed to burn you. Why are you like spitting out of your own hand? Like, how's it not doing anything? But mm. yeah, do you know what? Yeah, it was, it was a good match. Um, so not as good as their mania match for me. Um, and I kind of hope now that Bianca sort of not goes away. I don't want her to go away, but she doesn't need to be near the title scene for, you know, 
rumble at least. Do you know what I mean? Just just keep her away from mm-hmm. away from that. We don't need to see another rematch between Oscar and Bianca at this point for me. Um, but yeah, nothing nothing wrong with the match. And I'm yeah, I'm glad we're gonna we're gonna see some new matches for for Oscar and you know hopefully a different side for Bianca now. I was gonna say, do you think do you think we get that yeah. heel turn? I think so. I, I personally, I wanted to see it there and then. I thought nothing would have been better than than seeing it happen almost instantly yeah. on a, on on its head. But um, yeah, Johnny, what did you think of the match? Yeah, um, genuine surprise in this one. I remember like almost like the Undertaker streak ended where as soon as like I got the pin, I was there for about two minutes, just being like, <laughs> "Oh, wow, they actually." She actually did this. Like I thought that was never going to happen. The one match that I predicted I could, did get wrong for this, I thought that was a shoe-in to be right. I didn't think there was any chance that Asuka was going to win because, again, Bianca has this um, untouchable record at the moment in the women's division. I'm very, very surprised by that, but happy to see it because, again, we need change in the women's division. Um, Asuka winning in a very unique way, which, again, she's a heel she's supposed to be i mean she's getting cheated but she's supposed to be here so she's going to cheat to win and she cheated to the highest level to win this and bianca has the character of being this honest fighting champion who does things the right way and it's cost her from uh retaining the title so that could lead her to snapping and being like you know i've uh, tried to do the right thing for so long and it's clearly uh, cost me this time so we're gonna have to do things differently to get back to where she mm. should be um, very good match overall, but yeah, I think it was the right decision. Just uh, would have been nice if uh, she did it another pay per view when I predicted someone picked the uh, <laughs> else to win. Uh, first yeah. time I've ever got six out of seven on a pay per view, so <laughs> it's it's a great score. It's a great, it's a very good score. Um, I kind of I I looked at the match card before and I thought, okay, so this is Saudi, so they are going to want a title change and I don't, I, I don't know what it was but something just said that that this was the match where it was going to happen so I, I went for I went for Oscar um yeah I enjoyed the match um I'm glad I'm glad that Bianca is no longer champion um it needed to happen it was just mm-hmm. run a bit stale um I think she needs some sort of character development go maybe go away for a little while come back with maybe cut hair and a, and a heel turn imminent and um, I also think that I know she's got this whole Karna thing going on, but I think Oscar also needs a bit of character work and character development to make this title run potentially really mean something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want her to be just sort of like a, a transitional champ, like you said, Johnny, uh, Stu, sorry, waiting for Charlotte to come back and, and do the inevitable. So I think if they could do something with Oscar as well, this could be, could be a pr- pretty cool title yeah. run. But mm-hmm. I don't really see many challenges there for her. I want Oscar against your Sky Me, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it'd be good. Mm. I th- I think the the this is now a really a really crucial point for Bianca because you know like I've I've made all the jokes about her being, you know, Cena point Cena 2.0 and, and all that stuff. What almost saved Cena, even though like the crowd turned on him and all that stuff. His promo ability to just work that and brush that off and keep going. I don't think Bianca has that. So Bianca doesn't have that. I think, and I, I admittedly not many people can go on the stick like Cena could, but 
I think they have to get this heel turn or hopeful heel turn right now for Bianca because if they try and push it like they did Cena and not have the heel turn, I think she's going to get swallowed up by crowds and not, and she's going to sink rather than swim. Um, and, you know, I've said all along, I've got no issue with Bianca at all. I think she's phenomenal. I think athletic-wise, you know, it, it's brilliant. Um, but, yeah, she needs a change-up. But I think if they try to, you know, do what WWE have done before and been like, no, we're not going to turn her heel, she she could face some, some backlash that I don't think she could deal with from crowds. I think I think a heel turn could work for her if they also turned Tez Hill as well because he could be the mouthpiece for them because yeah he 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 loves to talk on the mic and he's he's not bad at it either he is he is pretty good and if he can talk a good promo as a face I imagine he can probably talk a good promo as a heel as well whether they do Dawkins as well and keep them I don't know but I I think that could be one way they could go with that. Yeah, agreed. So, this one, boys, where we sports entertained. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. For, for the title change and that shock factor, definitely, yeah. Yeah, agreed, yeah. agreed. So, we will jump on to the next match, match five of the night, Blink, and you will miss it. It was <laughs> Mummy, Rhea Ripley, she's my mummy, she's Stu's everything um <laughs> defending against uh he's a married man now i can't say that uh, defending against, she's just some girl he used to know um, defending, <laughs> defending against natalia for the smackdown women's championship which is currently being held on raw uh we'll let you take this one to begin with too uh what what did you think of all one minute 30 seconds of, if it was even that long so if any if there's ever been a time for that um i don't know if it's either the meme or the TikTok where it's um it was perfect 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 it's for this it was everything it was just great um you know they didn't there's no need for natalia to look like she was going to win this match it's not believable um delina looked like a more you know realistic person to to beat natalia just because we'd seen a lot more of of selena um i i wrote down in my notes um but i won't go into it too much i predict there's going to be some more gold added to the judgment day fairly soon um but again that ties in with us talking about raw a little bit later so i'll, I'll go in there but yeah absolutely fine no issues with me um and just the bit at the end when dom jumped into Mammy's arms and got carried around the ring was was fantastic. Um <laughs> and if people haven't heard the um the acclaims rap on Buddy Matthews at um at the uh, double or nothing then do it because that was also fantastic. So uh, well, I think yeah. uh, I think Rhea tweeted didn't she hey Dom yeah. Dom we're over we're over in two companies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's uh, if you can achieve that then you're doing great stuff. Yeah. Uh yeah Johnny Johnny what did you make of the match? Again, everything you needed. You know, we want to talk about Rhea being a dominant champion, and um, she actually showed that she is. You know, you've, you've got to have matches where you're not going to have 50 50 booking, like chances maybe that she'll lose here. Like, the need to show that she's a dominant champion, and she needs to have more matches like this actually to show that dominance. And then 
I just think that it was a, a good match in the sense of can you be entertained by that and to the degree of like well not a lot happened you know it was a dominant performance and it was enjoyable to watch but like yeah like it wasn't really a long enough match to make a judgment on how good it was it was just a dominant performance by Rhea um and well you know again fits the character it's what it's needed and Natalia I mean I don't know why she's still there but um yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, they needed someone for the title to you know keep that title reign going so there's her opponent for that month there you go there you go. and oh. and like you said she uh she always fancies a bit of a title match during the summer months so uh yes, yes she, she had it yes. it was done yes um yeah i agree with you boys everything it needed to be i think it just showed it was there to show how dominant Rhea's is going to be in this in this title run um i was going to mention both the acclaimed and uh dom 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 jumping into her arms at the end but she's already uh taken that. so uh yeah yeah uh exactly what it needed to be um a next challenger for Rhea. Um, who's on roll actually? Um, I was just trying to think who I could go, go with. I mean, so I think Becky, Trish, and Zoe Stark are otherwise engaged at the moment, so yeah, they're going to be, be they're going to be they're going to be tied up. Um, maybe, maybe as much, return... as, as much as I'd hate to see it because like I'd really like a Chelsea probably will get that again whinge to pierce being like you know this is ridiculous we always have to get screwed out of things i deserve to be fighting for the women's championship or something along those lines and yeah you know she would sell that so well and just like you know be a brat about it and mm. she goes on i think well i think at some point she will get a title shot and i just i mean in in fairness with that they could probably <clears throat> they could eke out a couple of title matches because you could have Sonia have a title match and lose and then mm. chelsea green be like let like let me have a go like you've given my partner a go like why is it not me sort of thing and then you've got two challenges two title matches you know it, it just keeps it going a little bit more yeah <clears throat> yeah i was thinking maybe maybe a returning alexa bliss i doubt uh, it after the news we got today so um what's that new oh, she's uh, pregnant she's pregnant so oh, I doubt, okay so I doubt, yeah, I doubt I it. I would, um... breaking news <laughs> uh, till uh, december 2023 she'll be out of commission i doubt she should be taking a riptide anytime soon that's um Here, here's one here's one not maybe the next opponent but are we building up for her against zoe stark yeah quite possibly yeah mm. again I, i'd like to see raquel but not yet because yeah. I think Raquel could possibly be the one that does it. Um, Raquel would be, not that I want Mammy to lose it, and she shouldn't, but I think it will be, if I had to pick someone, it would be Raquel. Yeah. So, hang on, is this is the thing with the women's tag titles, it's so confusing. Is Raquel on Raw? I don't know. Or I don't know. Because it's been there because it's been for the tag belts. The That's tag true. belts were drafted to Raw, and okay. um, the NXT tag women's tag belts are on SmackDown. Yeah. So I, mm. I guess they're. Yeah. I don't, I, that's a very good point. I don't know, but yeah. yeah. But um, yes. Uh, where we sports entertain? I, I will say. I'll say yes, but but least of the night for the fact that that Johnny said. I was I was thoroughly entertained, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's probably because I'm biased. Same as you, Johnny. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
good, good. Uh, right. So where are we? So that was that match. Uh, oh, yeah. We will move and jump straight into match six of the night, which was Brock Lesnar versus Broken Arm Cody Rhodes. Johnny, what did you think of this one? Uh, Superman, Superman, Cody Rhodes, you know. Um, I think they did quite well with the whole Austin Brett thing where he didn't tap out. He submitted by passing out, but he lost by submission in that sense. Didn't really lose properly, though. So he still looks kind of strong. Brock did that move for about five minutes. And if he had a really had a broken arm, um, Cody probably wouldn't be allowed to wrestle ever again if he's got it on for that long because the injury would have been too strong to uh, recover from, I would have thought. But mm -hmm. again, I enjoyed the way, again, Lesnar throwing around the smaller guys, an F5, sold so well, the suplexes, everything that Lesnar does. When it's done to a smaller guy, it looks a lot more devastating. And I enjoyed this match. Um, I don't often say that about Brock Lesnar matches, but in terms of um, recent matches that he's done, he has been quite lazy, I think, in the last few years with matches. But this guy against Cody Rhodes, against a smaller guy, as we've seen before, he can put on a very good match with those guys. And he did it here. you know. And Cody, again, looks tries to look as invincible as he can. Unfortunately, he uh, it was just too much for him, and uh, you know as we all expected to get that one to one victory. So now we need one more. We kind of knew this was coming. Um, I thought it would be a win by F five, but you know by submission for a change. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually posted about about that uh, Cody coming out on Raw, and I was wondering if there was a chance that we could get that third match at Money in the Bank, or are they going to drag it out to SummerSlam? Um, I'd love to see it at Money in the Bank, but is, is Brock going to, is he going to take that flight? Is he going to want to travel? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how um, much Vince wants to pay him to travel. Yeah, yeah. that is also very true. It's um, a marketing so, thing, isn't it? Sorry. It's just mm, a, no, yeah. Um, what did you make of the match? Um, yeah, do you know what? I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, should Cody have been disqualified for using his titanium cast that wasn't titanium in any way, shape or form? Um, you know, I don't, I, you know, but yeah, I, I enjoyed enjoyed it obviously more than the match that we saw from these two last time. Um, I thought the visuals of Cody like literally clawing at Brock back when he was sat in the Kimura, I thought was, was pretty cool. Um, I wrote down in in my notes i was actually i was hoping that this would this would write cody off tv for a couple of weeks um purely because uh, sometimes you can have too much of a good thing and him coming out every week doing the same thing blah, 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 that's how people get bored of people and turn on people um but obviously he came out on <laughs> came out on raw and, and and all this stuff um but yeah, I think we'll I think we'll see a third match that Cody will win. Um, I don't know if they'll do a some sort of gimmick match to it or if they'll go, you know, straight straight one on one sort of contest again. But yeah, no, it was it was fine fine for me. Yeah, I think you say the sort of the pass out loss protects Cody a little bit a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, nothing, you know, no no complaints no complaints for me. I just thought actually they could do a, um, a fight pit match. At SummerSlam, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. The only issue for me there is Cody Rhodes fans won't like me saying that, but Cody can't win a fight no. match against a legit no. UFC fighter. No. no. Well, we've got that hard times thing for the next year, perhaps. Maybe. <laughs> you can't have him beat Brock Lesnar in a fight pit. So that's Absolutely. my only issue with that. Yeah, absolutely not. He doesn't and, win And they didn't let Rollins beat the UFC guy in, in the fight pit match either, did they? Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. I, I, I agree. I think if they did have that, Brock would have to win that. Yeah. Um funny you say about the uh the titanium uh cast that he had because as soon as I was watching it with Chloe and as soon as Michael Cole was like that cast on uh Cody's arm is made of titanium, I was like, Oh, Michael Cole's just told us that he's gonna use it as a weapon. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, why uh why why that wasn't a disqualification again, I don't know. Uh yeah, that that Kamora lock, he just sat there and Fair play to Cody. Cody took it, but fair play to Brock for for holding it that long as well. And eventually, I, I don't know, making a man pass out like is is almost better than than making him submit. Like you literally, you you put the guy to sleep. Like mm -hmm. he, he's not getting back up from that. I, I also wonder, and I, I've I've mentioned this a couple of times about um, Ronda Rousey, and not that I ever want to compare Brock Lesnar to Ronda Rousey in any way, shape, or form. Um, <laughs> But I wonder how difficult or just how skilled it shows that Brock is, because we all know, like the Kimura lock is, you know, it's a legitimate lock that can that can snap your arm. Like that's legitimately what it is. And you know, you've obviously got Brock there holding it, like wrenching it in, but he's obviously not trying to break Cody's arm, but. Mm -hmm. If you know when you stick that on someone in the UFC, that's you know you're you're trying to put put as much force into it to get them to tap. Do you know what I mean? And I just I, I think it says a lot about you know these guy. I say that Brock's a UFC guy. He is, but he was a you know he's a WWE guy first. But coming over and going from an actual sport where you're trying to incapacitate someone to you know the the more entertainment side of it, and still making that stuff look legit, but actually not going and breaking someone's arm with it i just think it's you know it's really it's it says a lot about how good brock is yeah no i think i think that brock is is an incredible talent and there was a point in my life where i didn't really care for brock lesnar and i was like oh here we go get like oh brock's here oh yeah here we go but later as i as i've grown and i feel like as brock's grown as well like yeah i'm i'm, I'm really here for it and i am enjoying his matches uh i enjoyed this one thoroughly yeah, agreed. And yeah, were we were we sports entertained? Yes, we were. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Cody yeah. has this habit of trying to get himself over by taking as much damage as possible. We've seen this for so long in AW. We did this as well. You know, he literally yeah. he uh, got himself on fire, on, didn't he? Literally on fire at one point. Yeah. Did a dog collar match with Brody Lee. Did a hell in a cell match with one arm. Like he really loves to make sure that people get their money's worth. I will give them that. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so there is that. I, 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 I fully agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't argue with that at all. And then we jump into the main event. It was the undisputed tag team championships being defended by Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens uh, against Solo Sokoa and the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, and it was 
storytelling at its absolute finest. Johnny called it pure cinema, and it was just that from Sami Zayn's entrance in his outfit all the way to the closing moments of the match. It was brilliant. The whole thing was brilliant, but we will jump into it and we'll start with Johnny. Johnny, what did you make of this match? Well, pure cinema. Yeah, you know, like again, Sami Zayn managed to do his entrance in Arabic as well. I really like that. That was such a nice thing to see. And I've always mentioned, even go back to recent podcasts before this, Jimmy Uso was like, oh, yeah, he's there. You know, now he is the one that everyone is talking about. And rightly so, because Jimmy has done something that Jay needed to do for a long time. And he's, look, he was basically took matters into his own hands, being like, look, I've been waiting to do this for a long time. You've needed to do this for some reason. You were just too scared to do it in case it can affect us and affect our family. I don't care anymore. This, I'm your brother, not him. We've got to do this. And so he took out Roman. And again, obviously his other brother um, still hasn't quite adjusted to maybe Roman doesn't actually care about you. But eventually, we'll get that eventually, the whole Batista, Triple H thing. Solo eventually will realise that Roman actually doesn't care about him. And Jimmy did what, uh, you know, that pop was incredible, you know, and obviously we knew that was going to happen eventually. Um, the match itself, I mean, it was all about the storyline for me. I don't really know much about the actual match, what stood out to me. The story was what mattered. I actually thought Sammy would pin Roman because I thought Roman would be like, you're in somewhere you've always wanted to be. You've never been here. You can have your WrestleMania moment against me here. And I thought he was going to actually be the one to pin him. Obviously, Solo took a pin, which is his only second pin he's taken on the main roster. But, you know, you see you see Roman's face, the smile, you know, that smile he's given. It's not the cocky heel smile. That's Joe smiling because he's so happy for his friend who's getting this reaction. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, definitely. Everything about it was just such a good storytelling match. And that's what wrestling is about. And there's need to do more of things like this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, again, I, I wrote, wrote a few bits down and I, I sort of uh, echo the same thing as, as you said, Johnny. I thought the, the match was the match was good. There was nothing wrong with the match in any way, shape or form. Um, but I kind of felt like I was I was waiting for the ending and the end sequence because we, you know, that's when something was going to going to happen. Um, but the storytelling was was wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really do hope, though that now we can be done with the bloodline, Sammy and KO. Um, Mm -hmm. Purely because it feels to me like Sammy and KO's title run has just been an extension of the bloodline story. Um, I couldn't really tell you much about their title run. Um, And I'm kind of hoping that over the next couple of months, how I would do it personally (laughs) would be book some form of I don't know some form of match where they can lose both sets of titles and just just have them or I, I don't think they need to be champions anymore um they were literally only champions to beat the bloodline that that was kind of it um but yeah and obviously we've said it before but Roman's reactions his facial expressions just where that suddenly come from from where he was four years ago to to now is just un- unbelievable and the usos aren't much m- much further behind that but i think mm-hmm. yeah, i think they were i think it was brilliant so yeah all, all good from me 
and I think what they need to do now to just continue the drama of the storyline, um, well, Rikishi should make an appearance at some point. Yeah. Considering who their dad is, literally Rikishi and Solos, and it would be incredible to see him come in and just be like, you know, what's going on here? What's happening to this family? You know, uh, what would Uncle Eddie think? You know, again, Umaga. Yeah. Um, and then he could turn to Solo and be like, maybe Cody Rhodes is right. I don't think you're ready yet. Something mm. like that. And just, again, I think Rikishi needs to get involved in this storyline now. And he did tweet something about it, basically saying, like, enough's enough kind of thing. So during this thousand-day celebration, I do think he'll make an appearance. Yeah. Because, again, it's it's just it's a family drama that needs to be resolves and i think bringing the dad in would be the sign of like oh shit, here we go you know? giving uh give it giving yeah. roman a stink face yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i thought i thought the match was going to end slightly differently i thought that the usos were going to try and help uh roman and solo end up costing them and then them taking a beat down or at least jimmy but instead it was so much better and jimmy made mm -hmm. roman eat shit um which <laughs> i i i wanted to uh, and i've said this before i wanted to see the thousand days but then it's time for roman to drop the belts the thousand days is here i don't think he's going to drop them anytime soon um or maybe he will but i'm i'm now okay with him with him losing the belts i don't think yeah. he needs them mm -hmm. anymore um it could it could actually happen quite quickly the bloodline could implode and be done with and then a bloodline 2.0 later on down the line led by jimmy and jay maybe well um, i was thinking like what's the point now of roman staying champion now the you know what was keeping them together was the two like you know the tag team champions you saws were a key part of that and now he doesn't have them anymore well at least one of them you know jay will probably follow but what what's the point in keeping them as champion anymore now yeah, you know, people were talking about September next year with Hogan's record, but we're living in an era where you just can't do that. Like you just can't do that, and I don't think there's any reason why past Mania forty he should be champion anymore. I agree. I think yeah. that Mania forty is is the absolute deadline on this mm -hmm. on this title yeah. reign that Roman's got. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, like like you boys have said, the the match itself was good. Um, but it was everything else that happened around it and the the ending sequence that that really really sold it for me. Mm. Um, so were we sports entertained? Absolutely, yeah, yeah definitely. Thoroughly so, yeah. thoroughly so, thoroughly so. Um, so that was that was Night of Champions. We will have a brief recap of some things that happened on Raw. Um, starting with the opening sequence for the, because you know I love to talk about him, the opening <laughs> sequence for the new world heavyweight champion, Seth Rickin Rollins. Uh, he comes down to the ring to the fans singing his music. And I personally, I've never heard it that loud, the, the, mm -hmm. the crowd singing. He then gets confronted by AJ Styles. <laughs> Uh, who we think? Well, I I kind of thought that it was going to end up being a good thing, and it was, which was great. And then they were confronted by the Judgment Day. Now, my question to you boys is: Do we see one of? And I guess this might be where your storyline is going, kind of, Stu. Do we see one of these guys being a potential first we challenger? See, we see all three of them do it because that that 
<clears throat> that's how, in my view, you keep Steph as champion for at least four to five months, but then he could potentially lose it to someone who I think deserves a, a title run. So, and this is probably going to get me like get me some heat from somewhere. Don't as say Dominic Mysterio. As much as everyone joked about it. <laughs> Dom should be his first challenger because he gets Dom out of the way. That's not a problem. He gets Dom out of the way. Then you can Imagine go... the London crowd reacting to Seth Rollins against Dominic Mysterio. Like that get... would be an incredible atmosphere. Yeah. You get you get Dom out of the way. Whoa. And then, then you've got one of two options because you could have you could have Priest go for it. And you could then have, you know, I, I would have no issue with Priest winning it, but you could then have Seth beat Priest. Then, finally, <clears throat> Finn gets his revenge for not being able to have a proper title run because of Seth by beating Seth. Or you could have Seth beat Finn and then have Priest as the third challenger and, pre and, and, and beating him. But that, that's how I would do it because I would also like to see you could then potentially have the other two members of the Judgment Day win some tag gold and have them hold everything. Um, but for me, yeah, I think you kind of go... If you had them three as challengers in some in any order, although Dom has to be first because Dom's not winning it. Um, I mean, what that take? That's at least four or five months of storytelling, probably. Yeah, yeah, because you could have Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, and then whatever follows. Is I mean, is, you, is SummerSlam you, directly after Money in the Bank? Is it the next one? Yes, it's yeah. like the end. It's the start of August now because they keep doing it at the start of August instead of the yeah. end of it now. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I I would I would do something like that personally because I just think, like I say, it gives you three challenges, and I just think, yeah, that's that's how I would how I would go with it because I don't think, again, I think the issue is if you went down the route of Imperium versus the Judgment Day, how does Gunther not win the title? You know, but I th but we want Seth to have a bit of a a longer title reign um mm. and i think it's more believable for seth to have title matches against someone like priest than it is ludwig kaiser no offense to kaiser i think he's great but i just you know i think it's it's different um unless you know we get completely swerved go the other way as we said priest beat gunther and then dominant uh dominant finn take the tag titles and Gunther and Imperium go off to go off to face Seth, but yeah, no, I would mm -hmm. I'd have the three members of the Judgment Day do it personally. Yeah. I think I think with that, I think Bala is it, for one of them to take it off Seth. Like like you said, it's not going to be Dom. Um, <laughs> Bala Bala is the safe option, yeah. but I would put all my voting power behind Damian Priest. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. question. Uh, oh, Damien Priest would be my pick, like absolutely. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd have no issue with with either one of them. It wouldn't. Mm -hmm. it wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't mind no, which, which one it would be. Um, yeah, and I think again because of I don't think they re expected anywhere near the reaction Dominic gets. No, and I think that they need to capitalize on that by having the most hated guy in wrestling right now because he is right. Yeah, fight him. Uh, fight have Rollins the most awful guy in WWE. Fighting in a London crowd where the crowd will shit on Dominic like he's never heard before. 
and then Rollins again. They like to do everything better. They'll be like, well, you know, we can make this Rollins chant better than it's ever been, right? So yeah. I think there's a perfect opportunity. I would never have thought that until you mentioned it, but I think actually, yeah, Dominic, again, Dominic fighting for the World Heavyweight Championship. That's uh, quite crazy to think about, really. I can't believe I've just suggested it from where I saw him like, a year ago. But yeah. you know, And also, Dom and Seth have got that history. They have. They have. Whilst you've just been saying it, I've just had a little thought as well. And obviously, he is the most hated man in wrestling at the moment. Most hated yeah. person in wrestling. What would what could get you even more heat is if and and Seth is Seth is the I don't want to see this, but it's something that could potentially happen. Seth is the most over guy in wrestling right now, right? And Dom's the most hated. Is if Dom won money in the bank and then Priest and Finn put an absolute beat down on Seth. So Dom could come in and just lay on top of him one, two, three, and take the belt off of him. Could you imagine it? Oh, could you, could yeah. you imagine, imagine it? <laughs> yeah, just, just to get them even more despised, like yeah, like the the most hated doing that to the most over. Yeah, yeah, and mm. then and then you've got Mummy and Dom Dom both as world champions, and then. And then Priest and Bala go and get the tag belts, and Judgment yeah. Day's dripped in gold. Because also in that segment, Damian Priest said, "Now that the bloodline's imploded, we don't just run Monday Night Raw; we run the whole of the WWE." Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and, and actually, let's let's give them a go at it because one thing that I think um, AEW does used to do better than wwe it's a bit up in the air now and one thing that we used to see you know back in the day when we used to watch wrestling as kids what there's nothing wrong with having lots of factions and lots of groups about like mm. you know that makes it really interesting and uh, and it doesn't you don't always have to run with them but people can still be affiliated with with particular groups and, and be about and i think yeah having you, I wouldn't want to lose a dominant faction like the Bloodline, and then not have any other dominant factions. I think it mm -hmm. makes sense to to have some. Um, mm -hmm. You know, especially as we've said, at some point Gunther's going to be a world champion, and someone is going to struggle to take him down on their own. Mm. Yeah. So, and I was just thinking as well, they they don't mind getting Dom to do something pretty big in the UK either, no. because last time he was here, he booted Edge in the nuts and smacked mm -hmm. his dad around a bit so <laughs> yeah well maybe we've uh maybe we've just spoken <laughs> something to it into existence that it shouldn't be <laughs> manifest it come on dom dom <laughs> um we will move on to some other talking points in raw we had the women's tag team championships contested before we get to that can we just talk about the fact that aj styles is on smackdown but the same have just forgotten the draft existed Yes, we can talk about uh, that. Also, like, I did like the little touch that um, Pierce did where he was on the phone behind the scenes and he was like, yes, sir, yes, sir. I don't know who he's talking to. I presume Nick Khan, but they don't say his name. And it's like, you know, I know he can't really fight on Smack, can't really fight on Roy's part of SmackDown stuff. So they were actually at least trying to acknowledge, yes, he shouldn't be here, but it's just a one-off thing. Hopefully it remains one-off. But, um, yeah, again, just the whole draft, like, I don't even know if I can bother to like get excited about next year's draft when it happens because what's the point if they're going to do like this, you know? 
Uh, but again, the fact that he acknowledged that, yes, he shouldn't be here, I do like that. So Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Mm. No, no, I do agree. Um, yeah, make the draft mean what it's supposed to mean. Otherwise, mm-hmm. what is the point? Yeah. yeah. Um, now we will jump into the women's tag team championships, which were contested for by Raquel and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville versus Bailey and EO Sky. Mm-hmm. The right people won the inevitable. I don't think the right people won. I would have put it on Sonia and Chelsea myself. Um, but the yeah, the yeah, inevitable right. people won. But what what did you guys think of this? Who cares? It, it was there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure how Borsy gets so much um, TV time, but you know, just. You know, who she is, you know, because she has that UFC career, and they will mention yeah, that at every but, opportunity. Like, because again, she will go on the WWE Hall of Fame at some point. And yeah. The thing is, she had like a big fight feel about her when she was building up to Mania 35, and then she went full time and have realized ah, she isn't that good, really. Yeah. But they won't ever tell you that. Be like, oh, you know, she's, you know, multiple time UFC champion, and automatically that assumes that you'll be good at wrestling because yeah. you had a good UFC career. Yeah, and then add add Bocci into the mix as that as well. With that, it's just yeah. uh, uh, not for me. It's I, a shame because I like I really like Shotzi as well. <laughs> I just I, I think uh, she she forgot a spot in yeah. that match yeah. as well. Uh, she just looked she at times, and it it's what we've said. And obviously, we get you know it's not hating women's wrestling in any way, shape, or form. But we you know we've said it before about how, and obviously we, you said it there, Johnny, about. Um, about Rousey, but Rousey looks passable to good when she's with someone that can lead a match. And we saw it in that title match between Shotzi and Rousey. Neither of them could lead a match, and it was really sloppy and wasn't very good. And, yeah, I think Shotzi got lost a few times. And, again, that's I, feel, I do feel harsh saying it because I've got no issue with her. I just, I, I just don't really see what she can do or where she can go with this. I mean, she's still quite young, isn't she? I don't, I don't know how old. She doesn't look that old. I don't, you know, I couldn't tell you how old. She's got to be like 26, 25 maybe. I, I don't know. I don't um, know. She's uh, thirty-one. Is she? Yeah, yeah. I mean. And again, I'll get. Hey, that's young. That's really young. That's very young. Very young. Very um, young. I, you know, and obviously, I don't want to talk with the with the rose tinted glasses on. But you look at Rhea being twenty six, Shotzi being thirty one. Which one of them has the presence and the you know puts it on and on and on? And Shotzi's just not there. Um, but it's back to being moving up to, uh, from NXT too quickly. I mean, I've just looked at her. Accomplishments there. She apparently was a breakout star in 2020. Was she? Like, um, and I didn't really watch NXT at the time. I don't really didn't really know it was still doing stuff in 2020. But like, so she's got talent there. And, I'll, I'll yeah. be honest. If I the the only things I could really tell you about Shotzi is she's got a tank, and she eliminated business tank. Yeah, and she eliminated mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler in a women's battle royal on NXT. 
Like that, they're, mm. they're the two things I could tell you about her. I um, will say she is very, very good at being able to uh, dive through quite small spaces, i.e., yep. uh, Raquel's <laughs> legs. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she, she was very good at that. Um, I'll give her that. Yeah. So we didn't really care for the match. We're not really too too bothered by it. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I mean, the, women's uh, tag team I, division just—I don't know—they've got they, no nothing. They need some legit tag teams. It, it's why I actually felt they should have put the belts on damage control. But at, yeah. least they've been, at least they've been a team that have been together for six months or however you know, probably long, like a year. How long they've been together? You know, at least I that's will something. Say- I will say that Sonia and Chelsea at least look like they're trying to give it a go with matching sure. ring gear and and stuff. Like they mm-hmm. look like they're trying to give it a go, and we we can't say enough about about Chelsea Green on on this oh, podcast. But we love Chelsea, yeah. so. Mm. And again, and again, I I guess I suppose I say that at least at least the tag team of Ronda and Shayna makes sense. Like they're not just doing it. and I suppose before her injury, Liv and Raquel were you know matching ring gear and. All that stuff. So I suppose they're they're trying, but I just yeah, I I don't feel that there's. And again, that goes across into the men's division as well. I don't think there's, you know, stacks of legit tag teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Obviously, there there are more. Which that is actually a very nice tangent there, because the next thing I was going to talk about was a segment that we saw between Sammy and KO, the undisputed tag champs. They've got all the tag team championship gold for the men's division, uh, having a segment with Imperium, uh, Giovanni Vinci, Ludwig Kaiser. And then they were also interrupted by Alpha Academy and the world's longest shoosh. And then a, a very funny, a thank you. So, yes. uh, Johnny, what did you think of this segment? Uh, it's great to see him, you know, getting that sort of uh, segment. Of course, it was very entertaining. We know what Chad's all about. And uh, I didn't realize that maximum male models have just disintegrated. Uh, you yeah. see the um, snake emojis from Mansoir and Marseille on their tweets. Clearly, uh, Maxine Dupree has now decided that she is better suited to being just with Otis on Alpha Academy. Um, gives me a Dudley Boys vibe in the sense of, oh, just the blonde lass for some reason is with these guys, even though they don't really need her. But, yeah. you know, just put her there anyway. Chad is now a baby face, and it's just a natural baby face. People just got behind him. And it seems to be that they're starting to realise how good this guy is. I just... I think maybe there's so many people on the roster. I just don't know will he ever get that chance to be where he should be because there's just so many options. And Chad just happens to be here when there's a lot of good wrestlers. Um, so I don't know if he'll ever get a fight, Seth, for a world title. But it'll be nice to see that. But I just, you know, he's still with the Alpha Academy and he needs a solo run. But I don't know mm-hmm. if he's going to get it anytime soon. But he should. And would you would you put him with a mid card belt, or or could you see him facing the likes of Seth at some point? Oh well, he, he almost beat Seth a couple of times. Uh, well, yeah. you know the Elimination Chamber a qualifying match. He is as good as Kurt Angle. Like I will say that he is. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunately he's been in an era where he's been booked like a chump rather than a snake chicken shit heel who wins matches all the time like Kurt used to. Um, and that's the only difference is the way he's being booked. Unfortunately, he loses a lot of matches. Um, 
I'd have him win the IC title. Um, I'd have him win a mid-card title, absolutely, yeah. The problem is with the IC belt is I can't stand how it looks, and I'm like, how oh, that looks awful on you. Like, every belt, that looks awful on everyone, but um, I would like to see him get a mid-card title, and he is... He's not quite over as Rollins, but like he does get a good reaction. He does. He does. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely does. I'm, I'm, I'm fully behind him. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stu, any thoughts on this segment? Uh, no. Yeah. No. I mean, nothing too different to to add, really. Um, I would. I would like to see one of the two teams that interrupted Ko and Sammy to win one of one set of their belts at least. Um, because I do think they need to be, mm-hmm. they need to be split. Um, if they're set on keeping them together, then they should win the tag team championships. Yeah, yeah. They, they have won them, haven't they? They beat RK Bro for them, didn't they? They have been tag champs before, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. I think you're yeah, right. I think, I think, I think. I think RK Bro beat them for them, but they were champions before WrestleMania 38. Yeah. Um, and just before, the only other thing I wanted to touch on was the main event. Did you guys have anything on Raw that you wanted to add? Not that I can recall. Nothing that stood out from from what we've shown. I, I have. Uh, so oh. I do feel like they're willing the, the the sort of the pay per views are much better than Raw and SmackDown. Well, SmackDown's great because of the bloodline, but Raw. I do feel like they do lack things sometimes in terms of storylines. Because it's three hours, I wonder if they try to delay storylines or make matches 25 minutes each because they don't really know how to fill in mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. Um, and also the when Corey Graves says congratulations every single time, anybody wins a match really <laughs> annoys me. Because you've got to remember wrestling. I know they try to make it like a sport, but at the same time, it is almost like saying congratulations Luke Skywalker for defeating Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah, it's the same idea um, like I get winning a major title but when someone qualifies for a money in the bank match they don't need to be congratulated they haven't won anything yet you know which actually is a point that we probably should mention before we mention the main event there were two money in the bank qualifying matches and they were both won by Shinsuke Nakamura and another friend of uh, Stu Matos, he loves his bald little head. It was Ricochet. Ricochet will be live and in person in London doing flippity dips and flippity flops. <laughs> off of that's what he'll be there for. He'll be there yeah. to do, do the exactly. spot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the two the two men that have qualified, uh, do, do either of them win the Money in the Bank matter match? No. No. Shin over... Ricochet, obviously, mm-hmm. but no, not not either of them. Well, we're on the qualifying matches. Should we talk about the one that's coming up on SmackDown? Yeah. Yes, we should. But just yeah. just before we get okay, there yeah, quickly, course. we've also got Riddle versus. I don't know if they said who he was against next week in the other Raw qualifying match. I don't know. No I didn't catch who they who they said it was against. No, um, I didn't tell you, to be honest. I'm sure. I couldn't even put my money on who I think it might be. To be fair. Um, but I'm assuming whoever it is gets in um, because Imperium or Gunther are going to come and beat the shit out of Riddle. Uh, has it actually, did he announce the opponent? I don't know. I know that yeah. they said that Riddle was in a Money in the Bank qualifier match because Gunther said it, but I don't know if they mm. said who it was against. I'm, I missed it if they did. Right, okay. I was trying to find, but I can't seem to find uh, who, who it was. But yeah, uh, 
Yeah, you'll be in a match with for for it next week. Yeah, I was going to say like yeah, it would probably be where he doesn't win it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so just before we move on to that, what uh, the Money in the Bank qualifying match on SmackDown, we will just briefly touch on the main event of Raw. It was uh, Seth Rollins teaming up with his opponent from Night of Champions, AJ Styles, against Damian Priest and Finn Balor, even though it looked like it was going to be Dominic Mysterio. Uh, but there was a swerve there last minute, um, typical Dom Hill fashion. Uh, yeah, for me, this this match was... It, it was good, but it was just there to to see a curb stomp and a one, two, three for, for Seth on his first night on Raw as champion. Showcase the world champion, yeah. 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 Mm. And the callback to the HBK spot, which was wonderful. Wow, so good. So good. Yes, uh, so yes. good. Yeah. Um, Your two yeah, favourites together. But yeah, did you, did you guys enjoy this match? I mean... For me, it just yeah, it did what yeah, it needed to do again. Yeah, it, it, exactly that. And I, uh, the Judgment Day have this really bizarre quality where, I mean, they've they've taken as a team and uh, and as individuals quite a few losses, but they still remain like quite a dominant team. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it's quite a quite a bizarre thing, and I don't know if that's because they've they've obviously got Rhea there that is winning everything all the time so you kind of don't always think about it but yeah you know no no issues for me i think they can get away with that as well is if like they have like two of them in a tag match on one night and one of them fighting a singles match and one one of those matches is lost but the other one is won it kind of sort of sort of evens it out a bit um i think they're definitely better as a unit right now than they are apart um yeah. Otherwise, Finn Balor or Damian Priest would be holding that World Heavyweight Championship right now, and, and they're not. So, um, but yeah, that was our that was our recap of Monday Night Raw. And just before we do finish up, we will have a quick look at. I know Johnny is very very eager to talk about this. Uh, a Money in the Bank qualifying match that has been announced for SmackDown, and it is Montez Ford versus. And we're going to do this on the count of three. LA night. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was gonna say his name first. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh. Uh, uh yeah, Johnny. Yeah, this is this is up to you to to take us home with this one. Well, like I say, summer of night is gonna start with him getting beaten. Um you see, like I want LA Knight to win this match clean, and I do feel like WWE are just needing to pull that trigger. Once they do, they have a star on their hands who deserves to be at the level of you know main eventing, and he's fighting probably Montez Ford is probably one of his bigger names that he's had a match with, but Montez Ford is obviously very well liked by everyone, so I also can't see him losing this match either. If LA Knight beats him clean, then that for me is like tells you where they're going with this guy. But it's also part of me that feels like, uh, but Montez Ford in the Money in the Bank ladder match, you know, they'd love to see that there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see if they were going to have it where LA Knight is helped by Mon- uh, Angelo Dawkins, where he's disgruntled. Like, why is he getting these opportunities? Like, where's mine? Why, why are you getting this, Montez? We're good friends, but like, I've worked just as hard as you have, if not harder, because I've been here longer. And you're getting this chance and I'm not. And they could leave that to a, 
a SummerSlam match and it's a traditional breakup of a tag team, but I just feel like th there is a way of having the Street Profits have their own storyline come out of this match where Ellie Knight can go on to the Money in the Bank. If they don't have him win, then there'll be a last chance match or a last chance battle royal, I think, where he will win because they are putting in booze in the crowd and piping in booze when he comes out. I have noticed that. But he is the bad guy, so they do need to make him come across as one, I suppose. But he is like the best on the mic that they have right now. And mm -hmm. he is needing to be in that Money in the Bank match. And I just hope they don't break like this. You know, they have this thing where they don't pull the trigger. They can't stop this guy. They just can't. So he needs to win this match, but I just don't see if he does. For for me, he at this moment in time, he is my pick. He is my pick to win to win Money in the Bank. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I can't. I I think it would be perfect and would be brilliant. Um, I know I said that stuff about Dom earlier. That would also be a great swerve. But mm. but if somebody if somebody needs to have this Money in the Bank briefcase and they need to have it now, it probably is LA Knight. But yes. like you say, if does he win this match? I don't know. Does he get in and like like you said in the Last Chance Saloon sort of thing? Um, yeah, I but I, I, at this moment it. in time, I pick LA Knight to, to win. It, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he also, um, when he threw the microphone and it hit Wade Barrett, the way he just threw it so gracefully, it was fantastic. Like, even throwing a microphone, he does well at the moment. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, Stu, anything to add? No, no, no. Like I say, he ne he needs to be in the match. Um, I think both of these guys will be in the match. Um, mm -hmm. It will be a money in the bank, whether it's, yeah, uh, last chance battle royal or something to get to make sure they're both in. But I, I think... He does. La Knight does need the clean victory, or a or the victory in some way, shape, or form more than Ford does. And for people who would say, "Well, he's never been in the world title picture. Why should he be there?" Jinder Mahal. Do we remember when Jinder Mahal did fuck all for like six years, and then he all of a sudden becomes WWE champion? I mean, he was in a boy band, you know. He was in. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can you can have someone like that who's just totally unexpected out of absolutely nowhere, and have him win the championship or at least win Money in the Bank and have a title match. But in fairness, that although you know Money in the Bank predominantly has been you know for pushing the people that they want to push, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, the idea predominantly was for it to be anyone can do it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it is that that sort of thing. So why mm -hmm. yeah why not LA Knight? Why yeah. not? Yeah, it's not. There's not really. You don't have to out wrestle your opponent to win this match and get no, this no. opportunity. Uh -huh. You just have to be the quickest up the ladder. Even though, and I know Johnny's made a video about this before on TikTok. When it comes to climbing a ladder, they almost forget how to do it during a Money <laughs> in the Bank match. Yes, um, yeah. but uh, it's it's gearing up so far. I think to be to be a great show. It looks like we've got some good competitors in there. Yeah, uh, in the money in the back match already. Some more to come. Um, I would like to say that Karrion Cross might end up in the match. Uh, I'd mm -hmm. like to see that personally. Yeah. Um, and then we've got some qualifying for the women. We've got Bianca and not Bianca. We've got Becky and 
Sonia Deville next week on Raw. But I also think we've got a women's match. Selena and Lacey Evans on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Selena and Lacey Evans. And also yeah. Natalia against Zoe Stark. Ah, there we go. Mm. So, oh, maybe both Becky and Zoe Stark get in that match then, and then Trish does make an appearance in London during that mm. match. That could work, yeah. Zoe, Zoe Stark wins and hands the briefcase to Trish. Yeah, yeah, it works. It's possible. It's possible. But um, do you boys have anything else to add for this week in wrestling before we finish up? Not for not for now. Not for me. Not on my end. No. So we will end it there, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to us for however long this episode has been. Um, Johnny, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Johnny Goldsmith on. TikTok and Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore on Instagram. And I do use Instagram to post my links for the um, program for the T-shirts, the uh, affiliate program or whatever merch WWE want to advertise at the time. That's mostly all I use it for, but uh, please do check that out. Plug. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, and Stu, where can they find you? Where's your affiliate link? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so I I too have um have my Instagram that wrestling gram. Admittedly, it's been a bit slow just recently. I've had a had a few other bits and pieces uh on my mind, but I will be uh using that to post Money. more stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and um, yeah, my TikTok is my main social, that wrestling guy at TWG1991. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. And you can find me, uh, Jay WrestleGram, on Instagram. I also have an affiliate link, um, but I haven't been posting on Instagram too much lately. So I want to be a bit more consistent with that. And if you want daily wrestling content from me, you can head over to my TikTok, JE WrestleTalk, where you will find all that stuff. So that's it from us for another week. We will see you again same time next week. Thank you for listening. And yeah, cheers, guys. And we'll see you soon.